Blog Talk Radio. He's done so much for us. Amen. Can we thank God for all that he's done? We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving us your all, God. And in response, Lord, we just want to give our all back to you, Lord, and just say yes. God, you've done so much. How can we not give you our lives? How can we not give you our hearts, our gifts, our thoughts, God? We want to give it all to you, Jesus. We surrender our lives to you, Lord, and simply say yes to your plans, to your word, to your truth. We say yes to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If that's your prayer this morning, you can lift your hands and sing with us. Even before we sing, we lift our hands and say yes to Lord. Before you even tell us, Lord, we say yes. Wherever you want us to go, we will go, God. Whoever you want us to speak to, we will speak to them, Lord God. We will share your goodness. You're so good. We thank you for your goodness, Lord.
want to welcome everyone to another episode on this blog talk radio platform. This is the Five Soulstone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and later on we'll be we'll be joined by another panel, or a panel of um, distinguished men, such as our moderator, Brother John Clark. Uh, also, we have Pastor Elsie Chris in the house from Malathia Temple, as well as Dan Wallace of Gospel Tracks Wow. And no telling who else is going to be calling on the phone lines that will be um, joining us as well. We've been getting a lot of um, different voices weighing in on the various topics, so we'll just see who all will be in the house later on. But before I get too deep into that, I just want to really, 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 again, again, thank you for your time. It's so precious, your time. It's so valuable, your time. And again, I ask the question that I ask every once in a while, what or who are you? May I ask that you have the mind to even want to hang out with us on this Fossil Stone Network. You know, type of people that will cut out two hours of their life to listen to Brother Seth with the controversial things a lot of times we share on this on this uh, show. Uh, I often wonder, you know, who are you? Um, uh, the Father surely has you in a place, uh, a special place, because truly. You have ears to hear if you listen to the Five Stone Network because we talk about things like we have on the logo, the Five Stone logo. We talk about things that the Father definitely is saying, but you just can't hear in a lot of our churches. No uh, disrespect to the churches who are trying their best and to get the word out, but for whatever reason, most churches, many churches, uh, there are certain topics that are taboo, and we just have this platform to where we try to get out and talk about things again. The Father is saying for sure that will deliver you for sure, that have delivered many of us for sure, that will take us to another level in Him for sure, that will mature many of us for sure, but you just can't hear in a lot of our religious institutions that are supposed to be bringing these kinds of truths that make us free. So anyway, folks, I think we were over well over 440 shows, something like that. And um, just wanted to do a few little house clean issues, uh, and then we'll just bring on the one and only Brother John Clark, all the way in the wonderful, <laughs> challenging state of Texas, uh, Fort Worth, Texas to be exactly. But before I do that, I just want to remind everybody, if you missed last week's show or any of the previous shows, remember, folks, remember... You can definitely get any of those old shows by simply going to the Google, uh, uh, just Googling it, Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio, and topics, topics such as um, Open House, uh, excuse me, Open Forum, and you will get our show last week or any of our open forums for that matter. Any shows, uh, previous shows you can get right there on uh, Google.com, all right? So many of you say you enjoy the shows, you love the topics, and and uh, just just take your time and just just scroll through. Once you get to the Five Star Network, uh, 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 just scroll through all the various shows. And again, it's like 400 shows. I know we have a lot of family shows in there, but just look past those family shows. Unless you're family, you can. If you're family, of course you can see uh, uh, hear and be blessed by a lot of the old family shows. But uh, talking about. Non family right now, but check out shows where we talk about the New World Order, the One World Government, the, that uh, that wicked kingdom that's already set up now, uh, rivaling the kingdom of the Most High. 
Uh, we talk about many, many things. Uh, as, as you know, five topics that we call the five smooth songs. We talk about the most. We talk about the most, the five topics that I uh, mentioned last week. But remember, on this network, we talk about all kinds of things that's happening to our people. And so, again, go to Google. Go to Google, folks. And uh, also, I want to remind everybody to send the links, the links, those HTTP links that you have clicked on to listen to me. If you listen to me uh, after the show has recorded or you listen to me over your computer to that tonight, for those links, brothers and sisters, listen to me clearly. Forward those links to friends and family where they can be blessed by these episodes, okay? And if you do Google any of the old shows and you like what you see, forward those links to brothers, sisters, relatives, uh, enemies, friends. Uh, forward those links. So that, that's all we really ask of you. We don't ask a whole lot of our listeners, uh, but this is something you can do for us. Forward those links. Okay, email those links, text those links. All you got to do is copy and paste those links. And, and, the, and what will happen is they'll even get the, the pictures, uh, uh, the first picture will come up on their cell phone. So you, you don't just, it won't just do a, a text link, but it'll, the link itself will bring over uh, the first photo on the slideshow. And that'll make it, they'll, of course, make them more curious. So remember, folks, please, please promote truth. Promote these brothers that uh, are really trying to uh, obey the fathers. You know, uh, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. Again, we are not perfect, and we don't know everything. But the things we do know for sure, we try to share in a loving manner, in a, in a brotherly, sisterly manner on this episode, on this, on this network. So you want to be forwarding love. There's so much hatred going on and, 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 and confusion. Forward it, folks, and uh, we even uh, we're what I call Christian friendly. You know, we, we say Jesus on this network. We have songs about Jesus and Lord, knowing that that wasn't His name, but knowing that a lot of our brothers and sisters are not at that place where they are. Uh, and even some of our couples that come on from time to time, even myself, are you hear me say Jesus every once in a while and Lord? I'm trying to get away from it because I really am trying to get our people positioned into what He is. Is doing, and I want them to start talking a certain way. I want them to be calling on the Messiah for sure, for sure, for sure. We want them definitely calling on the Messiah, but we want to be calling him by his Hebrew name, and we want to to where they ask. Whereas when the uh, the uh, those that uh, handled the scriptures earlier took out the names of the Father, uh, replacing it with Lord and God and and, and even Jesus, uh, little Zeus, uh, we want to just place back those proper names. But at the same time, when I say this show is Christian-friendly, because I do consider myself what many call a Christian. Uh, uh, I don't think that's what we should call ourselves, but I do I, I do believe more like what you would call a Christian, that I, I definitely have received the Messiah's message and the Father into my life and his rock. Hakadesh of the Holy Spirit, so you consider me a Christian now for the most part. So when I say the show is Christian friendly, I mean we're one of those Hebrew Israelites that still actually play songs about Jesus and uh, and Lord, and, and even you may hear God as you heard in the opening song that had a very, very important message saying yes. Shouldn't we be saying yes to the Father? Shouldn't we be saying yes to what 
Christ taught, should we be saying yes in our lives in every tiny aspect with even every thought? Should we? Should we? Folks, I promise you we should, and that's what it's all about. If we're not, we're in trouble. We are religious. We are part of the biggest, the wickedest people on the earth, which is, I believe, religion. And so we don't want to be religious. We want to have a relationship with the Father. So anyway, there you have it. There you have it. Please forward the links. It's very important. Please follow the show. I also want to mention something I don't talk about often, and that is we have a website. I don't push you, do I? <laughs> Hardly ever push you, do I? Well, we do have a website, and that is uh, uh, Five Smooth Stones. See that? S, Five Smooth Stones, dot webs, dot com. Five Smooth Stones, dot webs, again, S, dot com. All right, you can go there and join up with the other members that are members of that website. You can see videos. I've posted pictures with me all over the world. I've got a lot on that website. I'm going to put more. It's been a while, so y'all have to forgive me. Um, I just have so many things I'm trying to do. We have uh, some some documentary um, photos in there, some different things in, in photos, documentary-wise, informative documents, um, music, um, again, brothers, other, others, brothers and sisters that you can uh, uh, sharpen iron with, that you can uh, reach out to on that site. Um, so feel free to check out the Firestone website. It's not a new site. It's a very old site, but we just don't do the work on it like we need to. Just pray for us as we try to do all of these various things at the same time while holding our job and so forth. Anyway, folks, let's do this. Let's go ahead and, and go all the way to Fort Worth, Texas, and get our, our moderator. I'm going to warn everybody tonight. Brother Seth is not 100%, um, but you know what I always say, the show must go on, right? Or the program must go on, or the ministry must go on more appropriately. So one of you just want to go and uh, get our, brothers, uh, our brother John. Uh, before I bring our brother John Clark, I just wanted to remind everyone also, don't forget uh, – uh, I got to start doing some more. Brother Dan Wallace, uh, who is going to be uh, definitely uh, a co-host on uh, tonight's show. So, Brother Dan, I'm doing the, your uh, your ad for you, so you won't have to. But the brother is at Gospel Tracks, T R A C T S, Gospel Tracks, T R A C T S, Wild dot com, Gospel Tracks Wild dot com. Dan has been. Um, a believer for many years, many, many years, over 30 years, he's been serving the Father, and he's been doing his track of ministry almost that, long, that amount of time, and uh, just reaching out to people all over the world. Dan tracks have went all over the world. Maybe we were talking about that. And uh, this brother right here, he loves the Father and loves his Messiah and, his, and, and has been out here doing his thing for a very, very long time. So just remember, folks, uh, for your evangelistic needs, those of you that's reaching out, especially those of you that are on the street witnessing, but not just street witnessing, but just sharing with people your faith and you want something, a little extra, a little literature to put in their hands. We call those tracks. They've been, they've been around forever. And Brother Dan has a track company. So anyway, anyway, folks, listen, um, we're just trying. We know we don't have it all together. We're just trying. We don't have it all together. So, anyway, 
Anyway, I'm kind of an old-fashioned mood tonight, so I'm going to put a little bit of old-fashioned playing Brother John with this little melody here. I like this. Okay. Everybody on Five Smooth Stones. Glad to be back again another week. Um, man, what a difference yes. a week makes. <laughs> yes, man. What a difference a I week makes. Um, yeah, let, let me just quickly say that I'm, I'm glad to be here simply from a standpoint of um, we take certain things for granted, I believe. <laughs> I know that. I'm tired just because I didn't sleep well, and then I thought I was going to get my customary nap. Everyone knows, everyone who knows me knows since I was 19 years, 19 years old in college, I take a nap almost every day. It doesn't have to be a long nap. Sometimes it can be. I like it. It works out well, but it got busy, which is a good thing. Um, business is good. <laughs> so it got busy, and I didn't get a nap, and I was like, oh, man, I got to do the five smooth stones. But all kidding aside, there are times where I've actually looked back and missed uh, kicking it with my squad, you know. Uh, we yeah. get on here, <laughs> we get animated, we go in at it. What's funny is that what y'all don't know is like after every show, we be calling one another be like, <laughs> Did you hear that? what was that? Hey, man, my bad. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> That's behind the scenes, folks. After every show. Yeah, we, we catch up. We catch up from time to time. Um, it, it's pretty interesting, but I'm, I'm glad that uh, Brother Seth gave me the opportunity to do this. It probably will leave a, a mark on me, uh, not in, in the negative sense, but just one of those things that you recall as uh, a good time. Uh, even though it's getting all windy and blusterous outside, it's getting cold in Fort Worth. And I'm trying to roll up out this piece as quick as quickly as I can. This is where my plight is at this point in time. Um, you know, Brother Seth, you were telling me earlier, like, hey, is there anything on your heart, Brother John, you want to talk about? And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I, want, I do want to give some background into the ethos of Brother John Clark. And if I could just take a moment to do that, because I'm thinking to myself that we talk about all types of topics, but very few people really know who we are. Uh, they'd have to go and search through the archives. And um, I guess I've been doing this part of this for maybe two, three months or so. I don't know. Uh, but be it now or be it at some other point, I would like to tell people, hey, 
this is who I am, and this is how I've come up through, um, I would just say, understanding. First, knowing who the Messiah was. First, then knowing who I am and who my boys are, so on and so forth. Um, even from a standpoint of getting to know Pastor Chris and, and uh, Apostle Malachi when I came here to Fort Worth. Uh, but, yeah, whatever given time I can do that, I'd like to do that. Before I do anything, though, I do want to let you all know that you are welcome to call in, and, uh, not call in, to chime in, rather, and you can do that by simply pressing the one on your phone. That will raise your hand in the host queue. And once your hand is raised, normally Brother Seth will make it a point to give me a heads up so that we can kind of uh, either gauge whether we want uh, a discussion to be completed or whether we want to get that call now or what it is that we want to do, but we do welcome your call. Um, trust and believe that no matter how spirited our discussions get here, uh, the most meek individual is welcome to call and make a point. And it could be entirely contrary to what's being said. You will be protected. You don't have to worry about people jumping over you. And to be honest, at the end of the day, we're all gentlemen at heart. We just are comfortable with one another and don't mind going a little pushing the envelope with one another. But uh, normally our guests, they are given red carpet treatment um, up until at least we get familiar with them and kind of know that, hey, we can have a discussion that's a bit more spirited with them. Um, so if you do decide to do that and you press that one button and we come to you, please just let us know your name, where you're calling from. Uh, let us know if you have a question or a comment. And then the purpose of that question or comment, such as, I would like to refute the position of Brother Seth. Um, I don't think Thanksgiving should be held this year or whatever you say. Just, just whatever it is you decide to say. Um, just let us know exactly what it is and don't try to, um, to uh, undermine what it is that we have going by posing something that is a question, even though you, what you're trying to do is further your platform or whatever. So, um, and normally tell us how much time you need, and we will definitely try to extend that to you. If not, we'll let you know how much time we can extend. Uh, with that being said, Brother Seth, you want to bring on your other guests, and we can kind of play things by ear. I, I know that sound. That's your Quiero Taco Bell right there. Yeah. Folks, whenever that no, happens. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'm trying my best to keep make sure my daughter walked in. I didn't want, I was speaking to her, and I didn't want you to hear that. Anyway, uh, folks, he's uh, moving right along to Fort Worth, Texas. We'll go take a plane or a bus or sundown and get by the, the one and only Pastor Chris of uh, the pastor of Alathia Temple. Pastor Chris, I'll tell you, is a very busy man. We may be going to talk about some of the things he's been doing up to lately, but let's go and get our Pastor Chris all the way uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. Area code 682-552. Uh, Pastor Chris, you there? Yes, sir. Brother well, Seth, how, you doing, how are y'all? I'm doing good. How you brothers doing? Doing real good, good doing real good. It's good to hear your voice. How you doing, brother? Go ahead and say hello to the people. Hey, good evening, everybody. Hope we have a insightful and spiritual discussion tonight. Uh, we will. You know, it's getting it's getting kind of rainy here, cold and rainy. But uh, you know, we are more blessed than people up in the north who getting snowed out. I know, and, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that on the news tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, thank God we are where we are, and we just pray for those brothers up there in the north who who got to deal with all that snow and cold and ice. 
Yes, yes, yes. Well, let's go back to the phone line and bring on uh, another. Uh, it's going to be another guest. This is a new gentleman that's going to ride with us, another moderator. Uh, not, not a moderator, another co-host, I, should, I meant to say. And that's the but one and only brother Dan Wallace. Brother Dan Wallace, uh, all the way again in the city of Fort Worth. And folks, just know this. We used to have a Bible study, and uh, that's why all these brothers are so in the, in the same city. Okay, but just notice over the years we've ha- have had co-hosts in all over the USA and even sometimes out of the country. So know that, okay, it's just that this season, for some reason, we because of that Bible, so we all kind of been blending together here. Uh, Brother Dan, he was kind of new to the, to the Five Suits on their work. Brother Dan, are you there in uh, Fort Worth, Air Code 81744? Yes, I am in... Maybe we can make people feel warm and comfortable while it's cold outside. <laughs> You're going to sing a Carol, Brother Dan, what you think about? That's <laughs> well, we'll roasting. We'll bring the fire. We'll bring the fire. We'll bring the fire. What's going on in our world, Brother Dan? We will bring the fire. We'll welcome to the show, Brother. And just say hello to the people quickly, please. Well, I just um, thank you. Thank, thank you for everybody that's listening. We hope to be a blessing and encouragement to you, and um, we look forward to um, your um, calls and feedback tonight. Yes, yes, right. absolutely, right. Brother Dan. He's right. We're looking back. And speaking of the feedback, uh, those of you on the phone lines, if you have a question like Brother John said, follow his instruction. If you're in the chat room, go ahead and type your question, and I'll get to them as soon as possible. Folks, uh, this show tonight, really quickly, before I hand it back over to Brother John, if you don't mind, Brother John, this show tonight is really a part two from last week, okay? Let's just get that straight right now. Uh, the, the surprise topics are going to be additional things that we have, uh, that's dear to our heart. Uh, we want to talk about things that are dear to our because I felt last week we did such a good job, and there's so much going on, my goodness. We can do 20 shows uh, uh, with regards to what's happening to African-Americans and still not exhaust the, the different things that's happening to us in every tiny aspect of life. Just really quickly, what I mean by every tiny aspect of life, I, I'm going to read my Expo 30 in record time here. Cause brother, wow. I mean, so much happening to us. If you think about things like history, how history has been rewritten, uh, education, the area of education, what has happened to our people not graduating, not being fully educated, health and medicine, health and medicine, so much happening with us, disparity in health and medicine, religious and spirituality, how religious a lot of our people have become with the lives they've been taught. There's a lot happening with uh, our families. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The so-called black families changing, trans, trans, transgender, this, that, and the other, just people confused where that's concerned. So much happening with our people as regards to laws and bylaws and law enforcement and judicial, and so much happening with our people as it relates to uh just even serve, something that's people serving in the armed forces, how they've been used to promote wicked foreign policy, and so much happens to our people where nutrition is concerned, and food, and environmental issues affecting uh, in black, so-called black people or, or African Americans, aka Israelites, uh, this, uh, disproportionately where it relates to environmental issues and, and science and technology, you know, being uh, experimented on, and, and a lot of people think that a lot of people were guinea pigs. And I can go on and on in housing accommodation. I'm just reading a little list here. This is what we call Expo 30. I'm not even reading all 30 at the time, say. But, folks, we just want to talk a little bit about more 
of what you had last week. This is just another dose of last week. Other things on our hearts about our people. Other things on our hearts. Pressing issues on our hearts. That's what's happening tonight. Those are the surprise topics tonight. Back in your hand, moderator. Excellent. Um, so, the when I look back uh, on our discussion last week, there's a couple of things that I would like for us to drill down into. And it, uh, it, it's not something that I may have stated. Uh, it was really more so what the other persons may have stated. And um, the, I think that, I think that uh, it would be good for us to give uh, some background where we can because people want to know. So initially, I would like to start with asking Brother Chris to give us, and again, true just information um i'm in no stretch looking to refute anything i probably just have questions um if you all were listening uh last week and to be honest if you listen at any time oftentimes uh brother chris he doesn't say a whole lot as it pertains to the pauline letters um and uh that's cool i remember when we used to have the meetings uh at his church on Fridays, and I remember that that was something that was he had explained as it pertained to Paul, but I just I didn't remember in its entirely. And Brother Ellis Shul, who comes on from time to time, he, he well, even put up a post on Facebook. Hold on, Brother John. Sure. Some you didn't know. Sure. I'm, I, my apology. I'm 100 percent apologizing for this. We talked, Brother Chris and I, since Ellis Shul was online. We have said that with, with regards to Paul, we would hold it to Ellis Shul comes back because he really wants to talk about that. If you're going to, about the Say that one more Pastor Chris and I had discussed, you know, the things that were on his heart, uh, you know, what may be on his heart tonight. And I just let him know, with regards to the Apostle Paul, let's put let's put that on hold because he wants to do that when Brother Elishua comes on because you know he really has a lot to say on that. And so we agreed that okay, one we'll topic right? we don't discuss. <laughs> At all we all in Fort Worth. <laughs> I'll text L now and be like, yo. The only reason why, let me tell you the reason why, is because. At any given time, I decide I'm going to read or listen to the Bible. And when I get to some of Paul's writings, <laughs> I can almost hear Brother Chris or L in the back, you know, just kind of qualifying, qualifying that. And so I'm like, I really wanted to get to uh, a, a better understanding of, of their disposition. Me and L have yes. talked about it at length. And, yes. um, and uh, I know... Me and Pastor Chris, not so much, because, but I remember him making a statement about it maybe two years ago or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, 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 hold on for time's sake. Here's the deal. There's a lot going on with our people, and most people don't even know anything about Pastor Paul. That's for theologians like you and myself and people that study the Bible. People don't even know about the Paul. They're saying, what are y'all talking about? So here's what I was going to do is I was going to put that as a topic of one of our future shows and have my pastor, brother Elishua and Pastor Chris pretty much that's it, just them. But brother Dan, Dan I don't even know if he, I know you know about Pastor Paul, but I don't know if he knows to a length and it wouldn't be fair to him. So yeah, if you were kind of honor what we talked about earlier because I want to really do it up and talk about Paul. I want to, I want to make sure I have pictures and everything and just not tonight because again, we're talking about what's going on with our people if that's okay with you. Uh, that's fine. I didn't realize that's what we were doing at the outset based on yeah, our earlier conversation. Yeah, I talked to him about that, and I just I didn't even think it would come up again because we're talking about things that's happening with our people. And that's not something. The Pauline epistle, 
I mean, it is happening. Everybody, this is good. So hear us out. Uh, Brother John, I know this. So this is what we're, y'all getting it. Y'all getting it organically. But I told again, really briefly, quickly, so we can move on. I, I just mentioned to Pastor Chris because LSU is so lengthy on it. I want LSU to have got his notes together. I don't want to hit him now, and he's not even ready. You know, I, you know, you know. So again, a lot of our people don't even know who Paul is. They just read the Bible. And that's, that'll be a little bit over here. So I would like to put that in the show's description to draw to draw those theologians, to draw those people that know a little true. bit more about Paul and the epistles and what's happening. Because right now, this is the open forum. People are calling. They you know, it's, it's more open. You understand? I'm with it. All right. Sorry about that, brother. But you didn't know about that previous conversation again, folks. So we're just working people, and we're busy, and we just didn't connect those lines. But go right here, brother, if we can without that one. Uh, well, let's just pick them from last week. I mean, what's going on with our people? Let's go with that. Well, and uh, let's do that. And uh, I would like to, since I did that, since I since I throw out that that little that that little um, what do you call that? Since it happens, since it's unfolding the way it is, I'll go ahead and go first, folks. Again, I just named what we call the Expo 30. Again, this is 30 areas of life, and I'm gonna go through this list one more time, and I want everybody to just think about. Uh, Expo 30 is something we do periodically. It's, it's where we do a show. We talk about the 30 areas of life and how our people are faring in these 30 areas. I want us to think about these 30 areas, and then I'm going to give, after I've done the 30, I think I'm going to go to Brother Dan and see, or Brother Pastor Chris and and see what they glean, uh, what what's on their hearts after they hear these 30 areas. Because once I mention all these 30 areas, everybody may change the the, the, the areas, that the, the notes that they have. So let's just talk about this really briefly, this Expo 30. Again, wherever there is human beings, wherever there is interaction with people, thoughts, um, well, let's just for now, for me, to make it really clear, let's just talk about white people, those of those people that we say is empowered right now in our country. All right, this is going to relate to everybody really all over the planet. But just to make it kind of simple, we'll just stick with America. Look at history in African America. African Americans, look at history. Look how we've been taught about who we are as a people. And look at how much confusion it has caused our people. Look at how much pain it has caused our people. Look at how much pain it has caused us with light skin versus dark skin. The pain that light skinned women go through and the pain that dark skinned women go through and men go through because of us simply not knowing who we are as a people. That's a lot of pain right there, okay? And we're going to give them a solution. But I just want everybody to understand the show tonight is to pick up where we left off last week. We did a wonderful job last week talking about things that are facing us as a people, as a nation, and how we can apply solutions. And I thought we did a very good job leading solution was turning to the most high. But listen again as we this week do the same exact thing. History, again, how it's taught, how we're X'd out. How can you have pride in who you are? and walk and, and, and go about your business and go about raising families and go about worshiping the Most High, and you don't know who you are, and you don't know your true uh, origin. You don't, you, you're don't. taught a white narrative of everything with regards to the past, which we call history. That is major, folks. Another thing we're going through is education. Now, now this has to do with today's history, 
how we're taught about what is going on right now, uh, uh, how our kids are educated about what we're doing right now, uh, what we're accomplishing right now, um, uh, how we're educated. Uh, look, look at just look at for a second. Uh, let's kind of switch gears here. Let's look at how our people's attitude towards education. We're going to get down to the gang bangers and all this stuff as well. You know, some of my guests here may talk about some of that, but right now I want to just go through this export data really quickly. Y'all think about this for a second. How much pain have our people went through because of just simply being miseducated? As one book says, the miseducation of the Negro. How much hope would we have as a people without proper education from the church, proper education from our universities, proper education from our schools as to what is going on right now? Great things we are doing right now. That's number two. There's 30 of these. I'm going to go fast. Here's another one, health and medicine. I mentioned this earlier. But, folks, I don't know if you know about the disparity between health and medicine, but our people is is, is so much pain where it concerns medicine and health and, and just, just how we're treated with regards to uh, medical care. And uh, there's such a disparity. I was uh, I, I saw some things I can't even get into for time's sake. But, folks, it will it will break your heart to know that a lot of times when our people go into ambulances and go into hospitals and ERs, they are misdiagnosed on purpose. This white supremacist network has expanded even to ambulatory or emergency rooms or uh, hospital stays where our people is being misdiagnosed on purpose. There was a gentleman, a doctor in, in Chicago, went to prison for literally uh, uh, diagnosing people with cancer on purpose so he could make a lot of millions of dollars from chemotherapy. Look at the pain that's in health and medicine. Health and medicine is, is something. We can spend a whole show on either one of these topics. I mean, number three. Number four, uh, uh, actually, uh, I missed one, imagery. If you couldn't hear anything, if you couldn't hear anything, you was deaf. You couldn't hear anything. And again, we're coming to you, my, uh, 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 Brother John, and, 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 and uh, I'm just kind of wetting y'all's tongue, giving, putting some on your mind. You may want, it may give you more uh, 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 topics to, to share. It may give you more ammunition. So I'm just, I just thought I would read this expert before y'all even get started. But listen, really quickly, listen to this one. How about our family? Look at the pain in regards to our family. All the, 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 you know, the times we have together, the, how the black family, look, look at what's happening to the black man versus the black woman and, and, and our families. Uh, with that million black men locked up, that even affect our black families. And, and I, I'm very serious. I could, this is one, we're going to do a show on this one, I guarantee, in the near future, just to let y'all see just how much a lot of our families, we know about them being led by women, but what does that do to a family? A lot of our women are turned out for men, for women, they're really like men. They, they look like women, they sound like women, but the, what they do, they have been turned inside out from being a female, really to a male. They're doing the jobs of a man, and when, so when they meet a man, it's very hard to get them to submit. And oftentimes when you see other couples, other cultures, it makes us look really bad by how supportive their women are of their men. Oh, that family is horrible. I could talk about that forever. Again, this is where our family lives, and this is what I want to do a show again, talking about some of these, these things and solutions. Well, this is not just a bitching ser- uh, ser- uh, 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 time. It's just, it's just a time to just look what is happening to our people. What is happening to our people and to let us see we truly need to turn to the Father. So let me move a little faster. 
uh, again, laws uh, directed directly at the African-American laws, how the laws are interpreted. When they choose to enforce certain laws, uh, Pastor Chris and Brother Dan and Brother John, when they choose to enforce laws, there's laws, there's good laws, but it's not across the board uh, administered properly. Uh, how they treat us with regards to laws and how they treat others with regards to laws is a big disparity. Why is it there? This is why our churches need to be teaching about who we are as a people and how we are fulfill, fulfilling prophecy like we talked about last week. So maybe we'll visit that a little bit more. And the judicial process of what happens when we break those laws and how we're treated and, and who gets what amount of time, it, 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 there's a disparity there. Uh, um Another thing, when we just say, well, I just want to sit down and enjoy entertainment. Our brother said, I get so tired of hearing y'all and all of the things going on with African-Americans, our people. I I just want to be entertained. You cannot escape white supremacy and, and, and what is happening to our people. Even if you sit down and entertain yourself, we're just looking at football or something because of the white supremacy, how they treat Tom Brady and how they talk about Tom Brady over other quarterbacks and how they demean quarterbacks that run versus quarterbacks that throw or it could be Serena Venus's. How they it's just it just never ever stops. Ask Denzel about the entertainment industry and racism and how as as popular as he is, Denzel Washington, he speaks out very clearly about the disparity in roles. How hard it is to get him to get a leading role. Ask Denzel to tell you how hard it is and how big of an issue it is to get him to not play certain parts. Now, I know in training that he kind of get caved in, but he can talk more about that. Foreign policy is probably one of the biggest things on on the list, because this is what we're doing, uh, our children are doing, our children are made to do when they go into, go into uh, the armed services, how they are, are uh, literally extensions of this imperialistic system. Again, Brother Seth is just going through various areas of life, because we don't talk about all these areas on the show like we used to. I just thought I would go down these various areas to get you to kind of think about it. Listen, environmental lead poisoning. What neighborhood, Brother Dan, Brother Chris, Brother John, has issues with lead poisoning? And, 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 I mean, it's, it's crazy. Lead is amazing. Forget lead poisoning for a minute. <laughs> Look at France, the water, what's happening, that experiment they're doing our people, where they're literally feeding them or allowing them, not feeding them, but, 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 but have literally ignored millions of people and allowed them to drink this horrible water for all this time until it became a, 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 a national, now everybody knows about it, but Flint. That's just a, a, a little drop in the bus, bucket compared to environmental issues that our, our people face. Again, we are disproportionately suffering in every tiny aspect of life. So I can't read all these. It's just too many. Beauty and fashion, uh, economics is the biggest. I know I said uh, uh, foreign policy was, but I think economics is the biggest. Who's charged the most? Who's levied the most? Who's um, billed the most? Um, I mean, how we are um, just over, always overpaying, but yet uh, who's getting the less quality and quantity uh, it, it just goes on and on and on. Again, this is Expert 30. We actually have a show. Uh, uh, when you get a chance, everybody, simply Google files with Stone and Expert 30, and we go through these 30 areas like no other. Having said all of that, I'm going to turn the show back over to Brother John. Again, I want to kind of open it up let everybody see it's not just one little area. It's, it's, it's wherever there are breathing people. These areas is where our people are suffering, and we have got to turn to the Most High. We have got to listen to that Ruach Kadesh or His Holy Spirit to lead us in and out of danger. We've got to do like that opening song say, say yes to the Father. If we don't, if we're not saying yes, if we're not saying yes, 
suffering and we're going to suffer and it's, it's twofold individually and as a nation so right now my goal is to get everyone this line to just say yes to the father start with myself in every aspect of life that we won't see these curses in our houses and then it'll lead out to the nation so that's brother Seth little uh, rant there for a while brother John it's back in your hands and uh, I guess you can let whoever go however you want to do it well I have received what's bordering on a scathing question that someone wants to be have presented to all of us at the five smooth stones. And I read, quote, what can we do? How can we support each other? What is the answer slash solution? We know the problem, but what is the answer? Let's talk more answers, unquote. So, folks, that's the table uh, or the question on the table. Um, so it's, it's it, now I would have to, I would have to be fair to all those at Five Smooth Stones, myself included, that this question is such that it, the person may not have heard the end of last week's show. Um, so I think at this point. I'm going to start out and just revisit my particular position on what the answer is. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to approach it uh, micro and macro, so to speak, from a personal standpoint and then from a standpoint of people of color who are on the business end of the transatlantic slave trade, that nation as a whole. Brother John, if I could, I literally mean 10 seconds. I mean, I'm going to try my best to stay 10 seconds. To that person that wrote that question, I respect what they're saying, but folks, there are people so sleepy, they don't even know what I just said. They they never heard what I just said. They never knew it was that big. So remember, we got people that sleep. Go ahead. (laughs) Well said. Well said. Um, For an individual who is, let's say, African-American descent, um, be you here in the U.S., be you in Haiti, Dominican Republic, Cuba, South America, in my estimation, for you to just simply believe that within the power of yourself, in and of yourself, um, you will be able to come to terms with us as a nation, um, I don't see that happening. That portion there has to be a national uh, movement to return to the Most High God, and I do not see that happening without us getting our behinds kicked, because that's when people cry out. They don't cry out when everything is okay and, and relative peace, even though there's a war going on uh, behind our backs. We're unaware of it behind the scenes, but when will that cry come? I say shortly. On a personal basis, though, at, at that micro level, I believe that a person, uh, and, and I think we all touched on this last week. Brother Dan hit on it. You hit on it. Pastor Chris, uh, uh, Apostle Malachi took us to uh, the prayer of, um, what's David's son? Solomon. Yeah, the prayer of Solomon. And I touched on it myself. To me, if you do not have, if you are not born again, 
if you are not born again, um, your plight, you you always say, hey, Brother John, we don't want to hear that. I don't, I don't care what you want to hear. I'm telling you from my position, <laughs> I'm telling you from my, in my opinion, that that is the single most important aspect in this life for me. That's the way I see it. Um, because all of a sudden, once that happens, the whole paradigm shifts. It, it changes. Now you have a better understanding, even if you don't even know who you are physically, your blood lineage. You're not from Africa. Again, you don't, but let's say you don't know that. Well, it doesn't change the fact that now you have a father who wants to speak with you, who wants to let you know that before this earth ever was, I knew you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you before this earth ever was, and now you are here, and I will come back, and I will get you, and I will not let you or any of your brothers slip through my hand. Oh, dogs, that's huge. I can't, I can't even... I can't even go no more. I can't go no more. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Micro, on the micro level, the most important thing. Anybody who listens and what you do is you just kind of take it in and kind of like, you know, yeah, I don't really agree or I disagree or that was funny or, boy, they got heated. And that's all you take away from this. We have failed you. All right? Yeah. We have failed you. Because that is the single most important aspect of the very life that you live, the fact that you are sinful by nature. However, that sin is not such that you have to die for it because there's a death that has already taken place, and all you have to do is believe on the Son. Be you call him Jesus or be you call him Yahawashah, the Messiah, it's of no consequence. He answers to both of those. He answers to both of those. So that's mm-hmm. my answer. Again, uh, it's not probably the most uh, political response, but I don't care. Politically, that's going to hell in the handbasket. Entertainment-wise, it's going right behind it. This Every aspect and everything that man has built will be destroyed. Trust when I say it. Mm-hmm. And they know it. But the higher-ups know it. The, the persons on the lower echelons, they, they're not aware. But the higher-ups, they already know it. Look at the movies that they make. Look at the movies where they're showing you that some entity from outer space is coming to attack and all of Earth gets together to fight. They, they, they know. <laughs> they know. They know. All of a sudden, all the, king, uh, all the nations of the world, they're, they're, they're going to work together to fight this entity from outer space. And then they show you, what about these other movies where now some entity from outer space is running the world, but there's the resistance. There's the resistance. That's out in the woods and killing deer and, you know, trying to trying to remember and keep their kids remembering, you know, this is what we were when we were Americans or where we were Russians or whatever. This is the resistance. They're, they're already formulating in your mind what's going to happen. They know. They just didn't tell you because it's deception. That's the way it works. All right. I'm done. Interesting. Very interesting. Anybody else before I go? I've always got something to say. Yeah, I'm ready to go if 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 y'all are ready for okay, me. Okay, brother Christian, brother Dan, I'm glad y'all are speaking at the same time. Okay. Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Um, well, brother Seth, I'm gonna kind of take off. You know, I listened to those things you were saying, and I've kind of boiled it down to three things that uh, that 
we might need to consider. The first is, is I'm going to tell you the three. It's religion, education, and history. And I put okay. religion first be, because religion has had a large hand in, in, especially with our people, of misguiding, misleading our people. Yeah. Because, you know, it's been, it's been interpreted from a Eurocentric perspective. Yes. You know, when, when, when Yeshua said, thou shall not, well, in the Ten Commandments, thou shall not kill, it was actually thou shall not murder. And those were given to a specific community as rules to live by. They were not universal laws. That was Yahweh's laws to our people. So, you know, like turn the other cheek to your brother or sister. How many times shall I forgive my brother or sister? So we, we you know, when we put it in that perspective, you know, knowing that, that um, understanding what's in the Bible, and then putting ourselves in the Bible. Like we can look at it and say, you know, most of us don't know, oh, well, these were the Ethiopians. Oh, the Ethiopians gave rise to the Babylonian civilization. Oh, Abraham was called out of Babylon. So, you know, it's it's a lot of things in the scriptures that we read, but we don't quite understand or have the right mindset or the right theology to really understand what's in there. And so, you know, Europeans have used Christianity. We know about Constantine and choosing Christianity for the Greco-Roman Empire and all those councils. So they put their own form of Christianity together, not to liberate people, but to oppress people. And unfortunately, you notice when, when Europeans or Western Christians conquer you, the first thing they do is to take your indigenous religion away from you and give you a white Christ. And so that, that has been kind of poisonous to our people because we are, are, are just naturally a spiritual people. And so they've given us the religion with the spirit that kind of keeps us oppressed and make us feel less than. So religion is one. Now, then I said education Okay, now hold on, hold on, before you, hold on. Just, just only because you're switching gears, and I won't talk long because you, you have the mic right now out of respect. But before you switch to another, I want to comment real brief, and I want to give support sure. to what you just said. But I'll make it really quickly because you have the mic right now. I, I, I vehemently agree with you. That is powerful, and people might understand. He said religion, education, all that's intangible. Man, we need to make some money. Man, we need a bank. Man, we need. If you get what this brother is saying right now, if we get the love from who we are, if we get the clear directions from who to what the Bible is saying and how to handle those that rule over us, our problem in America is unity. All we got to do is just see the real the giant, and we'll do the right thing. The problem with African Americans is we don't agree. We're not united. We're $1.2 trillion dollars flowing through our hands, all it takes us to do is just unite in anything and it's over. That's the problem. So if this brother is on to something, please hear what he's saying. It is about religion. It is about education. Because once we get that, the union going to come. You ain't going to have to be talking about no bank or nothing else because once we decide we're going to go this direction, they, the enemy's in trouble. Whoever, I'm not talking about a person, but anyway, go ahead, brother. I don't want to jump saying too much there. Okay, yeah. So, you know, the religion that we have, and then 
I'm going to say education because according to at least, you know, I'm a little bit older than y'all, but, you know, when I was in school, the the, the world's history start, started with Greece. And we know there were cultures and civilizations long. As a matter of fact, Greece was like one of the last civilizations to come up. It was the first Eurocentric uh, civilization, but it was not the first civilization. We go back to the Bible and we see that Ethiopia and Egypt and Libya and Babylon were like the first civilizations on the planet, and that was our people. But we don't understand that. See, we have been given a history that the, the best thing that ever happened to us was that we got put on a slave boat, not talking about um, how the Egyptians built buildings that are one one thousandth of an inch accurate, how they put the, the, the Grand Pyramid in the center mass of the earth. Now, how did those brothers know that in ancient times? How did the Babylonians have hot and cold running water and street lights eight to 10,000 years ago? How, how come we don't know that, that, that Kenyans were smelting high-grade steel 3,000 years ago? You know, we don't, we don't know these things because the education has taken us out. The first multi-genius in history was an Egyptian brother named Imhotep, who was a priest, a doctor, a lawyer, a physician, all of that, an architect, an engineer. He designed the first pyramid. As a matter of fact, Europeans used to call him Jesus, but we don't know all of these things. So we have a very negative take on ourselves because all we did was run around in the jungle and hang out with Tarzan. We don't know that, that Aristotle, Socrates, and, and all of the Greek scholars went to Egypt to get their education. And so because we don't know this, you know, we think that we are less than. When we are, when you study, when you know the truth about your history, you know that you are more than. But the education system doesn't teach us our history. They just teach us what they want us to know. Yeah, when y'all got on the slave boat, y'all came over here and we gave y'all Jesus. No. You came over to Africa and the Middle East, was known as the Middle East today, and you stole Christianity from the indigenous people and fixed it up to suit your needs. There's no religion that has come out of Europe or Russia. All religions came from our people. And so, you know, so we don't know this. We don't know our history. We don't know the great civilizations that we raised up, that we were, we were at the garden. We were there at the Garden of Eden. When God created humankind, we were there. Our people were there. And so because, you know, we get we get all of this stuff and we don't understand who we are and whose we are, that's where, you know, we have let other people dictate to us who we are and whose we are. And that's, and that's the whole problem. It's just like, you know, like on the economic side, that's an important part too. But we realize, you know, when you look at the uh, Gentile Jews, you know, we look at them and say, wow, they got all the money. It's because they spend their money with each other. They'll drive 50 miles to make sure that they put their money in the hands of another Jew. They are passed by 100 businesses, but they make sure that the money that they spend, they're going to spend it with another Jew. Whereas we as a people, you know, we, we get an attitude. We almost get mad when somebody says, hey, we need to spend money with ourselves. You know, and, and, you know, before integration, it was like that because we really didn't have a choice. You know, if you, like, if you were flying to St. Louis, you had to get a black cab, go to a black hotel, eat at a black restaurant, and if you want to get your swerve on, you had to go to a black club. 
And so we had an economic base, but after integration, our base was destroyed. But we could still have that base if we would, first of all, identify black businesses and make sure that we spend as much money there as we could. Then we also need to have black banks, black economic uh, institutions. Because, you know, I've been a businessman before, and it was hard for a black man to get a loan, even if you had the, if you had everything they wanted you to have. If you had collateral, if you had enough money in the bank, a good credit record, you know, it's difficult. But if, if it was a black-owned institution, you get a little bit better, uh, easier way to get money. And since we can't really, we put our money in every other place that don't respond to us. You know, black churches, I remember in, in the Metroplex years ago, they talked about it was like something, so many million dollars a month that black churches in the Metroplex put in the bank. But what do we get from it? We don't get nothing. You know, basically, we hardly get anything. So, you know, all three of those things, religion, history, and education, has to be changed. And we have to learn the truth about ourselves. And we have to learn to love each other in unity, regardless of what you call God. Because when you get stopped by the police department or if you go to the bank to get a loan, all they see is the melanin in your skin. They're not going to ask you, um, what are you a Muslim, are you a Christian, are you a Hebrew Israelite, are you a Buddhist, are you a Hindu? They're not going to ask that. They see the melanin in your skin. And so if that's what we are being oppressed by, that's how we have to unite. You don't have to agree with somebody in their religion, because I just I just try to judge people on how spiritual and and righteous they live, not by what they call God. Because you know we have brothers who who study Egyptian religion, uh, indigenous African religion, but I, that doesn't matter to me as long as we know that we all in the same boat and we are trying to be righteous. Okay, I've said enough, brother. Can I interject really quickly before I know Brother Dan want to jump in there? But really quickly, just on something you were saying. Again, folks, uh, uh, we're just trying to share with our people tonight different things that are happening with our people. And, again, uh, thank you all for tuning in to these surprise topics again um, on this Fireforce on Network. Okay, Pastor Chris, uh, I just think it's something that, we for, that, that I think we forgot, but I, I don't think it's a, it, it's, it can ever happen. But God, the Father's best. It's not to have a black bank or a white bank or any of this. The Father's best, Yah's best, the one that sent the Messiah, his best is that we all be loving to each other. We won't have to have a black bank or black this. But it's because some people is practicing ideology, white supremacy, that we have to do this. So just know that, folks. It don't sound right to some people. I understand some people have problems with what you were saying, but the only reason we have to do a lot of the things that the passages share is because of others practicing a form of oppression. But the Father's best is not to have us just saying, I people this, I people that. We should be loving to each other on the planet. But because people are practicing wickedness, we have to do things to survive. So this is his second best. Really know that, and when he comes, he's setting up a kingdom going back to his first best. I do think there is a special place for Israel, uh, aka the Israelites, or aka African Americans, and other Israelites scattered throughout the four corners. I believe that because he said that wisdom will flow through us. So 
he's going to leave, start with Israel, he's going to end with Israel. But just remember this. Folks, God's best is not to have, his best is, <laughs> I mean, a lot of wives might not like this, but if we, let's just, just, just really quickly, this probably just says to me, got me thinking here, my goodness. <laughs> the Father wants righteousness. Righteousness isn't a color. It really isn't. It isn't a look. Righteousness, holiness. It's going to be so white if I want to do business with these black folks. But because so many of our white brothers has been on doing what's wrong, keeping us down, oppressing us in those 30 areas I was naming, we have to do the things that Pastor Chris was saying. And I just want to share that really quickly. Well, well can, I, can I interject one other thing? Go ahead. You, you know, some, sometimes we kind of overlook economics. But, but if you look in the Bible, you know, Abraham, before he left, uh, um, Ur of the Chaldees, which is in Babylon, he was a very wealthy man. Yes, he was. Okay, when you look when you look at King Solomon, King Solomon was supposedly the richest man that ever lived. So we in in any culture you live in, money is a part of living in that society. Even in Yeshua's time, they had to pay taxes to the Roman government. And so you know, I, I just yes. don't think we can actually throw away the economic part because we live in a society where economics is important. Remember no, 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 when they no, no, asked yesterday. the economic part. I want you to hear me out, Pastor. I'm glad you said that. I'm not throwing away the economic okay. part. The economic part is just as much a part of God's plan as all of his laws. I'm just saying there's a right. practice of wickedness that's keeping us outside, keeping us away from the bargaining table. And because of that, I think the Father has called us to do the things you're saying. Because what you're saying, that's why black folks look at you crazy and you're saying there's support of black bank because you're saying words like black and white. But folks, they're not saying black and white. They're just practicing racism because they're in power. You don't have to say black and white when you're in power. And because they're, uh, those in power that happen to have white skin is acting this way, we're not acting out of hate or anything about us caring for our own. That's why I say religion and education is important because once we know who we are, there's going to become a unity. And that's all I'm saying. We've got $1.2 trillion flowing through our hands, but because of us, Disconnected with identity, disconnected with who the scriptures really is talking about, and we have this this unnatural, un, un uh, this um, yeah, unnatural respect, overdue respect for a certain people, for a certain culture, and it's called white supremacy. It's really idolatry. It's what it really is, according to the Bible uh, terminology. We're worshiping those that rule over us, and that is why we're having all this trouble. All this trouble, but I don't talk to enough. Brother Dan, you can jump in any time. I, um, I just, you know, I'm down here because Dan have to say about all this. Well, I, I was just, um, I, I, I've enjoyed the, the conversation that um, Pastor Chris brought up, um, Brother John brought up, even you, even you talk, Brother said, and all those things are important: economics, uh, um, education. That um, Pastor Chris was bringing out. I, I like what um, John was bringing out there. Our focus needs to be toward God, and I agree with that because of my experience when I um, when I um, got out of high school, and I think a lot of people experience this. I got out of high school, I didn't really know what to do with my life, and I think a lot of people are at that point in life where they just feel like, why am I why am I here? 
I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know where to go. I, I don't know who I am, you know. And uh, uh, that one question that came in, he said he wanted us to give answer. That's what Chris was doing, Pastor Chris was doing, Brother John was doing, and Brother Seth. And my my um, what I found out what for me was is when I came to God and gave my life to Him. That was the that was the beginning of life. Everything else was death around me. I mean, I felt like there was a, a I felt like there it was, um, you know, the way of the world. But you know, my um, and I wasn't even really interested in serving God. But I think that at, at a point in your life. God is important. If you put him first, you'll have direction, and you'll have a purpose in this world and in this life. Well said. Well said. So as a result of that, when I gave my life to God, Mm -hmm. um, his word, his word is our guidance. I know probably... The person who sent that question, he he wanted answers, and I think that's very important to talk about the problems and not having answers. I mean, we're we're, we're in a rut. We no, everybody's uh, people want to get out, but nobody knows how to get out. And we do need answers. This is I'm glad the person asked that question. They have uh, to just talk about problems and never have solutions. Um, we're really wasting our time and the people's time who are listening because they could just turn the news on if they want to hear problems. I mean, they talk about problems there. But I think that, that it was justified that that person do want answers because that's what's going to change. And um, I think it's important that uh, who we associate with and, and who, uh, who, do, who, who do we look up to. And I'm going to say, from a from a Christian view, that 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 Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." Um, um, that's that's the starting point. Um, that's well, that's where a person's going to feel complete and fulfilled after a period of time walking with God. I'm finished for right now. I want the other panel to continue talking. I will listen. Contribute when necessary. Well, I wanted I wanted to add something to that. You know, just just kind of maybe clarification. Um, we have a lot of African American Christians now, and we still in the in the condition that we in. So I'm just going to interject that we 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 have uh, a theology and religion. But I don't think we had a right theology and religion because if, if it's all about giving your life to God, we have a lot of black folks who have done that, and we're still in the same condition. Well, we we we, we, well, we definitely got to have good teachings, though. We need yeah. good teachings of the word word of God. Like you got Harvard, you have Harvard, then you got junior college. They they both have education, but it's different levels of education. One one could take Absolutely. a person and Absolutely. put them on the board on a business. The other one could take them on um, going in the kitchen and washing dishes. Depends if they learn a skill or a trade. 
the level of education is is, is uh, both of them teaching education, but there's different level, and the, so we need good teacher of the Word of God, men Absolutely. of God who, who seek God oh, and, sorry, and present man. the gospel in a way that uh, 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 the people know who their God is and walk after Him. Right now, I, I agree with that. But my point is, is that. If I can interject, uh, 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 Brother Chris, Pastor Chris, also behind what Dan just said, I think he was right on point. And just really quick, quick interjection. Uh, I think he's right. Everybody that's saved, I was just talking to my sister today, not even a couple hours ago, there's levels of this walking with Christ, walking with the Yah, let's call it the right way, this walking with the Father, following Christ's example. You can just, just 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 try this experiment tomorrow. Walk up to people and ask them, what does it mean to be in Christ? What does it mean to have your sins washed away? What does it mean by the gift of righteousness? What does it mean a part of you died and, and, and you're brand new? We don't know the Bible. We're just religious. Dan and I have went to some churches in the past together. He's one person that's lying to know about deliverance. We've seen evil spirit cast out of people. We've seen people's bodies being torn, screaming, I mean, torn, like inside, screaming. And they were people we knew. They were just like you on this line, Pastor Chris, Brother John. We've seen Pastor Chris's and Brother John's and Brother Seth's people just look everything right with them. A minister come to town, share with them, and they and, and pray with them, and something happens that will blow and scare the living hell out of you. Well, there are people that know how to operate in the authority in Christ and cast those things out. Other Christians will be in the same room laughing at you, saying, I don't go that far. There's different levels of teaching. Look at Christ and the disciples. Look at the rest of the Israelites in, in, in his time. There's levels of knowing even what your rights are as an Israelite. So I think Dan is on to something. There are all, and I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a, on, a, on a limb and say this, Brother Chris, then you can finish, please. That brother, what he just said, is so, that was so profound. It's like elementary, high school, and college. I mean, I, I marvel at what Christians don't know. And I think there is a war to keep Christians ignorant. That's the war. That's the war. If their people saw more power, I don't think they would be trivializing Christianity. When I start talking to the Egyptologists about the things I know, there ain't all this talk back and forth. Why? Because there are holes in what they're saying. Yes, Egypt was great. It was powerful. Those things the Israelites couldn't touch. Israelites could not touch Egyptians in certain aspects. They were somebody, but they failed. Why? Why did the Father call Israel the first place if Egypt is so great? Well, you, you know, that's, that's you a part of history. You, you can't deny that's, that's Egypt. A, that, no, that, that's a part of history that you see that's kind of corrupted. Because if you study Egyptian religion and study Christianity, it's basically the same thing with different names. Absolutely, I, I, I follow you there. And 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 you talking about and you talking about all civilizations fall. 
You know civilization has been eternal and has been lasting for a long time. Egypt was great for thousands of years, but they fell just like all civilizations fell. The Babylonian civilization fell. And I see your hand. A hand the just Nubian went up, civilization uh, fell. I see a, a hand just but, went up. But what I was going to say, I, I, I agree with you, but I, I'm just going to ask the question. If we have all of these questions, why are we still so oppressed? And what I'm trying to say is not, wait, let me finish. It's not necessarily Christianity. It's the content of Christianity that's being taught to our people. Like you said, that's that's the major problem. It's not I, about, I, agree. I believe in, I, believe, I agree with you about the spiritual arts, but once once again, it's about the mindset, about knowing who you are and who you are to get around oppression because we got plenty of Christians, black Christians, all kind of different colored Christians, but we still oppress. So what, why is it that we have Christ, but we still oppress? Maybe is that teaching I don't think Christ the wrong way? Yes, I, I don't think, Pastor, listen, very, very good point. My goodness, this is a very good dialogue here, folks, I'm telling you. And we got a question. But really quickly, jump in, jump out, and I see your area code 817353 coming to you. Just give us a second here. But, John, if you don't mind me, just, just interjecting really quickly here. Folks, Brother Dan just opened up a barrel of worms. I promise you, I can start naming teachings, and I guarantee you most Christians say I never heard that. I don't understand that. Most, let me tell you how, how, how serious this is. The Catholic Church, which was evil, took our Bible and changed it. Whereas it was based on faith, they had put to promote it. A teacher, hey, little noise in the background, somebody moving around, so please watch that. But they had perverted the doctrine of Christ so bad, the doctrine that Christ taught so bad, the Catholic Church, that they had us thinking we can work for our salvation. If you go up to the average one of our people, and I'm not picking on so-called black people tonight, but this show is directly towards them, um, for them, about them, and of course anybody can learn, uh, listen to the show tonight. All is invited. But folks, there are black churches, so-called black churches, African Americans, a.k.a. Israelites, that actually teach it's based on works. It's based on works. They don't understand the faith aspect, and it's thousands of them, most of them. So Brother Dan, what he's saying is profound. They don't understand their own doctrine. That's why I, I talk to people and say, well, I don't, want, I don't listen to the Bible anymore. I just, and so I start asking, well, what is it in the Bible you don't understand? Malachi, Nahum, what, what is your father? What do you have a put me? They haven't read that book. They haven't read that book. They don't know this Messiah. They think he's a white man. No, he wasn't a white man. He was a very dark-skinned man. But Israelites were very dark-skinned people. Like Pastor Chris said, the father started from men made from the dirt. I don't say our people... And them, I don't say our people was this, our people was in the garden, because I think our people was white people. I think we all was one, and white skin come out of these dark-skinned people. That's what I think. So I don't, I be careful with that word, our and they, because I don't split us from white people. I feel like humanity was one, and white skin come out of that, and later on those people begin to migrate, and they became a mighty nation. Now they're acting like they started everything, and they're liars. For the most part, those in power. But let's go to the phone lines, if I may, uh, 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 moderate you there, but John, we have a question. Yeah, I'm what right you here. Just go ahead and get it. Okay. Go to the phone lines, um, and Pastor Chris, hold that thought, because you was really swinging there. I really want to hear more of that. Uh, Eric, code 817353, go ahead with your question or comment. We would love to know your name and your city, please. Hello, everybody. Hello, Steph, my brother, Dan, and John, and Brother Chris. I don't know you, but this is Steph Turner's sister. 
Yes. I just want to jump in. Y'all all talking. Ain't nothing much, brother. Okay, I want to say this. This is how, you know, I, I want to say y'all all talking good. And I feel like part of the reason why we go through what we go through, because man always want to do it his way. And when you do it your way, things are going to get messed up. God is not a God that he makes mistakes. that's perfect in everything that he does. But when he tours, look for those bumps. Look for those little ugly things that pop up and like I said, coming. Because if we do what he say do, all of it, not some of it, all of it. We have it bad by taking what we want to use and turning it around. And uh, maybe we look at God as being a little too hard. That's too hard. God's not really meaning that. Well, he means everything he said. If he said it, he meant it. And there are rules, his laws that he put out there. You can't straddle no fence. And half of the church, you can have a million churches on every corner. Just look at today. You got all these folks coming up missing. They brought to some church folks, some not church folks. We got churches on every corner. This devil showing his face because you know why? The devil see the church as a, a mockery because you know what? Everybody in there living every kind of way. Back in the day, you could not go into the holies of holies, have cocktails. You wasn't coming out. You just can't play with God. He is not somebody you can put on the shelf and take him down when you get ready. That's not how it works. There are no big eyes and no little U's. Color don't mean nothing. He mixed it all up to see how well we could get along and work it out. If we get out the way and get our stinking thinking out the way, he didn't take scholars to make them disciples. He took nobody to prove a point. All you have to do is listen to what he say and do it. Period. There's no nothing following. Uh, he said, if you change it, woe to the, you can't play games with him. We have everything. When he made us, he didn't make no mistake. He was pleased, even in the womb. He was well pleased with his creation. He knew the plans he had for our lives. So if he did that, who's messing it up? It's us. If you take a baby who cannot crawl or talk, he knows who his mother. Do you know who you are? That's the question. You can talk the talk, but are you walking the walk? I'm just going to be real. You got to dissect yourself. It's like me. I go to the gym and I work out. I'm working out. I mean, working out. I ain't losing no weight. Why? Because I'm half cop. I'm half cop. I want to eat a sneaker over here. Well, you can do all aerobics and all you want, Zumba, you won't. If you're not truly, truly dedicated to the cause, you're wasting your time. And that's even with the walk with God. Everybody got all these titles. Jesus didn't even have no title. My goodness. Everybody got these fine cars and big old churches. The man was out <laughs> walking. When I went to Israel, I was shocked. I said, no, I acted a plum fool. I did. I'm not Jesus. I can't do the desert. I, I I can't do that climate. But he did. And he fed multitudes with his word. He wasn't looking for all this other stuff that we have pulled into uh, our agendas. Because it's not his agenda. It's ours. 
Let's be for real. Are you really walking the walk that he asked for? We're going to have oppressions when you're doing what you want to do. Will you die for me? Be real. No, you will not. Will you see me hungry and feed me before you judge me? No, you will not. How far will you go for me? You have to ask yourself. Jesus loves every last one of us, but we got to get it right. If ain't none of us going to make it. And that's sad. It, it, you know, uh, there was a movie called The Devil's Advocate. If I may. And when Satan went up in that church and put his hand in that holy water, he looked up towards the heavens and laughed. Now, what that's telling y'all? It's the same thing. Uh, if the I may. Even... Uh, that's a fine sermon, Sister Donna. <laughs> I'm not trying to preach the same. I'm just saying. <laughs> John, you laughing at me? No, that was Brother Chris. <laughs> brother Chris? I ain't no, I'm not laughing. See, they, they see, see them brothers like you were saying about people not following it and doing what they want yeah. to do. I, I, had, I was on mute. I was listening to everything you said, but some, somebody fabricated <laughs> saying that I, it wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sister Donna. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to just touch base just in case someone else wanted to get a word in edgewise, that's all. Um, we we don't hear from you that often so I'm confident that we all respect when you do speak but at the yeah. same time I just want to double check to make sure that, you know, no one else wanted to comment because if you uh, if you get too far down the road, they won't even be able to get back to where you know, where yeah, they wanted to right. comment. I, I, so I, I just wanted to double comment. check. Yeah, and I want to comment on John Henry really quickly. Uh, real quickly, Donna, I think she's on to something. Her and Brother Dan, because, folks, I promise you, I can't, we can do a whole show on Christians, led of the Spirit, versus carnal Christians. And I'm not trying to put so-called Christians down or those believers or whatever you want to call these people that follow, or that say they're following Christ, those that are turning their life over to y'all or to the Father, and they're following his son. Believers, Christians, whatever you want to call them. There are so many of us carnal. They're not sold out. The scriptures talk about being given to fasting. They don't fast. Look at how many Christians are overweight. They don't fast. The scriptures talk about praying constantly. They don't pray constantly. The scriptures, it says... We're supposed to study the word to be a workman, uh, 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 not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. They don't even know we're Israelites. They don't study the Bible. They think the people over in Israel is the Jews. They don't see the 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 the, the, the hypocrisy in some some Christian television uh, evangelists. They're tricked by every little scheme. They're giving hundred dollars here, fifty dollars there, like Pastor Chris said. They, if you bring up Building your own, and you mention the word black, it trips them because they're not listening to the Holy Spirit. I don't believe that the true Ruach HaKadosh, the Ruach of the Father, the Holy Spirit, is going to have you spending your money building a white supremacist empire. Brother Seth, okay, so if I may... From the point in time that Brother Chris was commenting and the, there was a, p- a portion that he stated, such as persons 
in whom the Spirit dwell, born-again believers, uh, or quote-unquote Christians, but we are still oppressed. And then Brother Dan followed up in reference to education. Um, to To me, the oppression is going to remain oppression until the Most High relieves us of that oppression. It's nothing that we can relieve ourselves in and of ourselves as a nation. As an individual, however, what Brother Chris says, to me that has merit, that you are a born-again believer. You should not be living in oppression, even though those persons are still applying that pressure. There is light at the end of the tunnel. You still feel that you're more than a conqueror. There's no weapon formed against you. That stuff still remains the case. At least for me, I don't know how it works with other persons. It is of no consequence. I'm like, I am not the least bit concerned about Babylon the harlot that I am in the midst of as we speak. It's of no consequence. And as Dan was stating about education, education to me will only help the individual. Why? Because we are in Babylon. Do you think the educational system is going to allow you to teach on mass level a nation of people what they need to know to be free. No, I that's think, the reason why you're oppressed in the first place. One second. One second. Yeah. All I'm saying is that. Tell how you disagree that, with what I'm saying. Tell how you disagree with what I'm saying. I'm not clear. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying at the micro level. I'm saying at the macro level. If y'all recall a moment ago, I made the distinction between the individual and the nation. So what I'm saying is that when Pastor Chris was referring to Christianity and we're still oppressed, I'm like, yeah, and we will continue to be oppressed. There's no answer that we will come up in and of ourselves for that. It will not happen. Did did the uh, Hebrews do it in Egypt? No. Did they do it in Assyria? No. Did they do it in Babylon? No. So what makes you think we're going to do it here? And this is the final beast that you can't even describe this one. He was just exceedingly terrible. This is the worst beast of them all. And you think we're going to do it here? Quick interjection, and and Don, I appreciate you calling and sharing. Uh, Hopefully we'll answer your question, but really really quick, try to do it in in, in no more than 30 seconds. But, Brother John, I think you're on to something. I hope everybody's hearing what he's saying. There's like two conversations going on. There's some little noise. If anybody got noise in the background, you can't have it. Mute us if you got something going on. Here's something. This is very important, folks. Those of you tuning in, these are solutions to African American and their plight. This is very, very important. You hear what, this, what Brother John is saying. There's two conversations going on. One of them is, and, and, and Don, I appreciate your call. We just, we'll just go ahead and continue. Appreciate your call. Uh, her line dropped anyway, so maybe she'll call back. But listen, everybody. I think she thought I was hanging up on her, but I wasn't. I just was commenting. But she may have thought. Anyway. Uh, Donna is on the something. Hope she'll call back, folks. Tonight we're talking about two different things. There's a, what's happening to our nation. I'm trying to encourage us individually to have these blessings. I think if we individually wake up, then I do think those curses can be because we, we're past the 400 year mark, and it's time for the changing of the guards. It's not as what it was 50 years ago. We are, we have served. This Babylonian system, and it's time for us to come out. Well, when it's time for us to come out, it ain't just gonna be one day we come out. I think we got to start having these kinds of conversations and saying who we are and who we are as a people. It's it's, it's 
happening. We're resurrecting right now. Shows like this is all over the place. People are having these conversations. you got to talk like nation building, nation time is here, it's coming. And people will now have an ear to hear that never had an ear to hear. And our nation will be restored. So, Brother John, I hear what you're saying. But I think it's time now to start talking about the nation because there are going to be that remnant of us that will obey. Unfortunately, the scripture talks Egypt, about it not being Babylon, all, Assyria. Hold on, Egypt, Babylon, Assyria. All I'm saying is that we already you. have a we already have a blueprint. Right, but what I'm trying to say is this: I think the bulk of our people, unfortunately, is not going to follow the the, the, the blueprint. They're not going to be come out. The scripture says, come out of my people. I do think Elishur and some of the solutions we mentioned last week is on point, such as many of us will have to leave to get complete freedom. I quoted Pastor Chris, and he didn't hear this after he hung up. Brother Dan, jump in anytime you want, because otherwise we go back and forth. It's a very good conversation. Uh, but Pastor Chris okay. says something very often. He says this. Pastor Chris says something very often when we used to have our Bible study. He would say, no man has gained his full humanity that have been enslaved. Pastor Chris, make that statement really quickly. Well, yeah, I just said, no, if you've been enslaved to someone, uh, even if you get your quote-unquote freedom, you are still a slave in their in their mindset, in, their, in the way they look at you. You never regain your full humanity because, you know, if you look here in America, we were slaves, but they, you know, one of our brothers and sisters that get killed and they don't, they don't even take it as serious as stepping on a roach or swatting a fly. Because in their mind, we are still less than. We're just a piece of property. Yeah, yeah. And so all, uh, and just wrapping up what I was saying, because I don't want to go John to finish. Uh, uh, but again, folks, there's two things going on here. There's in, I'm trying to encourage us individually to turn to the Father. But as far as the big nation, it's a little, I think it's, it's, it's a changing of the guards. There's something happening. That woman is waking up, and the Father is going to bring out of her a remnant to return back to Israel. I believe that with everything. My movie the shows on it. There are people returning. I'll go to, I've been to Israel. Many of you know, I've been there about nine times. I went 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8. I can tell you there is a return. That's just happening. And then some people are not leaving, going straight to Israel. They're going to Africa and route to Israel. So it's the father, how you doing this is really weird. Some people don't even know to go to Israel. They just know I'm going to get out of states, and they're going to other places like Belize. It's so big. It's so major. I can't talk about it. We did on, we did shows on it. Again, go to Google.com and type in Five Foot Five Blog Talk Radio Return of Israelites, and you'll hear people talking about programs in Belize, programs in various parts, various African nations welcoming African Americans. It's the truth. Ghana leading the pack, so people are returning. But what I'm saying is, there's two things going on here. I'm talking about encouraging brothers and sisters to get deeper, like Brother John, Brother Dan was saying, into being a true scholar of the Bible, learning who you are in Christ, getting your heart right, turning to the Father, like we open up with the song, Yes, Yes, Yes. The scripture talks about bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. I know what Pastor Chris is saying. He says black a lot, black this, black that. You know, a lot of y'all have problems with that, but really it's Israel like this. Israelite bank. Look at it like that. The true Jews. It's Israelite banks. It's Israelites coming together. It's Israelites pulling their money together. And it's not even hating the others. It's just us loving our own. Once you find out, folks, just for a second, really quickly. 
What if we're right? What if we are people of that Bible? You will want to spin different. It changed me. I want to spin different. That's what drives me to these shows. 430 shows, that's what drives me. Because I know who we are. And I think if we keep hearing this and hearing this, it's going to change us how we spin. It's going to change how we talk and how we see each other. When I close my eyes and think of the Father and the Son and the, the Lord's Supper and all these different images we have from the scriptures, the Bible, I'm talking about pictures in the Bible, I see nothing but dark-skinned people. My white brothers and say, well, that sound racist. What about me? I let them know who they are. You were there. Y'all are from us. Some of you, all 70 nations have white-skinned people, but you collectively as a nation, that's brand new. Don't claim nothing in ancestry, nothing ancient do Israel, do Europe need to claim. You can't claim anything. It's not to put, to put hate, it's just that you wasn't there. I don't preach hate. So when we feel, realize these kinds of things, it will cause something in us to come together. Then, like Pastor Chris said, you'll see the banks. Then Brother Dan get what he wants. We'll become more familiar with the scriptures, and we'll be able to please the Father with, with our heart and with our obedience. That's how we're going to be salvaged. I'm done. I would like to um, say something. Um, Pastor Chris, are you still there? Yes, sir. Um, I remember you saying something. In respect, I'd like to reply to it. I, re- I will repeat it. Did you put Christianity and religion on the same level when you were talking about Christianity and religion? Um, I don't. I don't remember the context of what I said. It's, it sounded to me you put them on the same level, uh, like they was equal. They that's are what I, that's what, that, I'm sorry, they what did you equal. say, Chris, Pastor Chris? The, I'm, no, sorry, I'm sorry, I just stepped in. and uh, Go ahead, Pastor Chris. No, you go ahead, bro. Yeah, all I'm saying is that, Dan, they are equal. So that goes back to the same conversation that we've been having, like, for at least three, four weeks, that there's uh. the born-again believer, that back in the days of the Messiah, it was called the way. When they first started calling them Christians, it was it was a byword. It was it was a negative thing. So the thing is that we don't want to offend you with saying the word Christian, but Christianity. There's you have to divide. You have to take the tares from the wheat. They grow up. They look exactly the same. That's true. The wheat is the born-again believer. Back in the days of the Messiah, it was called the way, the people of the way, the disciples of the way. That's who. That's what they followers were called. Followers of the way. The followers of the way. So it, when, when you come here 2,000 years later, and now those same people are called Christians, but then the pagan people who were brought in by Constantine, they're called Christians too. Well, that means that a person who is of the way, which you are, as a born-again believer, you actually have embraced the term. We're not trying to demean who it is that you are in Christ. We're just making a distinction. And so for the people who have that pagan Constantinian Christianity, that is nothing but religion. 
And so please don't get caught up in the word. It's really just there there are certain aspects of all people where some of them are true in their heart and other people do it outwardly. That's the difference between the true person who believes, whomever they believe, and religion. Religion is a uh, it, it, it is a shadow of what really is. It is the outward well, what, appearance of. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, what I was what I was basically saying was because I I was listening to you um, talking and it sounded like you put them on the same level. And this is my yeah. comment. Well, this this this, this is really why I, this is why I brought it up um, Pastor Chris. They're not on the same level. Because what about God's word says, my ways are higher than your ways. If God's ways are higher, then they can't be equal to to religion. They're, they're more higher in the thinking of love, in the thinking of creativity, in the thinking of God. Do you think God and devil's on the same level? No. But, but, then but you, but well, let, let me finish. Let, let me ask you, because I'm kind of I'm kind of missing where you're trying to go at. Where you're trying to okay. go with this? Because I don't quite understand. Okay, let's, let's, so you said okay. Christianity. Let's, you could you repeat that? You said Christianity was a religion, or what? I'm not quite understanding. No, no sir, no, sir. The the point I was making was it was a comment you made earlier, and you sound like you put religion and Christianity on the same level. My point is this, and I, I think you understand your heart, but maybe it just came out the wrong way. That Christianity religion is not on the same level, because God's word said that His ways are higher than our ways. Let me let's right. say it this way: His ways are higher than religion, because if they're equal, then why 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 would somebody want to come to God if they get the same thing that religion gonna give them? They have to come to something higher and better. For instance. If you go to a junior college, TCJC college, you're not going to get the same educational level at Harvard or Yale, yet they both teach in education. When you come to God, you're going to get, you're going to get what God wants you to have, not what man who created religion wants you to have, which is going to be a better and higher so, life. So let, 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 let me, let me yes, interject. Sir. So you're saying religion, like Christianity, is not a religion. Is that yes, is sir. that what you're saying? Um, um, that's what I'm saying, sir. Well, well, okay, because cool, let 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 me let me kind of clear that up. In other words, you know, me when I say religion, it could be Christianity, Judaism, Hebrew, Israelite, Buddhism, Hinduism, or whatever. Oh, so yeah, I understand gen- that. That's just that's a general term to cover all religions. I understand that, sir, but I think that could lead to some confusion. Because that puts us all on the same level. I like to well, say that Christianity is a way of life, not a way of well, thinking, re- but a way of life. Are, all religions are a way of life. No, I, I don't agree with that, sir. Because well, a, a, I mean, person why, is worship, a person is worshiping an idol. A person is worshiping what? an idol can, cannot please God. You know, Hindu, well, but, Hinduism, but, but, right, they we, worship but, idols. But, but right, but if you are saying religion, those idols. I don't. I don't say. I don't say religion, sir. I say Christianity in so the form of that Christ. Christianity is one religion. 
No, they are ugly. I don't look at it like that. Okay, one moment, one moment, one moment. Oh, hey, could y'all, I, I need to, I got a phone call coming in. I'll be right back. Okay. All right, brother. Okay. Okay, and, and, and just to interject real quickly, we have a hand that went up again. Donna, her line dropped, and she called back, and the hand is back up. So I don't know um, if y'all want to. Well, let's get her call, area. but let me, let me just say this. Yeah. Dan, did it ever cross your mind that you have a preoccupation with the very word Christian and Christianity? Does it ever cross your mind? That I think possibly, of Christ. Well, exactly. And the problem is that because Christ, as the root, is in Christianity and Christian, you actually are thinking that when we're talking about Christianity and Christian, that the reference is to Christ. But it's not. That's the reason why I keep telling you that you never heard the Messiah call them Christians, nor did you hear any disciple call themselves Christians. They didn't self-identify as that. Why do you call them that? Well, okay. Remember, disciples was um, they, they was called disciples because they follow after Christ's teaching. Right, but they Christian, never called them Christian, Christians. You could say Christianity is just another word following Christ's teaching, or you call it disciples. You can, but so can. Or you, you can, can call you can the call, children of God. You can call. You can say Buffalo Wild Wings is another way of saying following Christ's teaching. If everybody catches on to it and it becomes a thing, then that's how they identify it. So all I'm trying to tell you is that. I, I said, do you think you have a preoccupation with the word? Because I keep trying to make a division. That word encompasses two groups of persons primarily. There are those people who are born again believers, born of water, born of the spirit. That's they true. call themselves Christians. But then there's people yeah. who just simply go to church. They just go, they just go to church because they network at church. Well, well, I, you know what I call them, brother John? I call them church that? members. Church members. They don't That's have a cool. relationship with God. Exactly. That's the and that Christianity key. is to follow after God. Church members, they're just there. That's it. Agreed. Agreed. So all I'm saying, Dan, is that we're not we're, we're not talking about born again believers. We're talking about the church members. The church members practice religion. You practice relationship. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, maybe, we, maybe, maybe we should change the word to church, man, not Christ, Christianity. I'll do that. Because when you, say, when you say Christianity, mm-hmm. you throw us all in the same, same, same barrel. Good point. But church member, church member, be better, brother John. I will do that moving forward. I'll do that moving forward. Whenever you're on the phone, I will make that distinction. Uh, let's go ahead Thank and get that hand, Mr. Seth. We we have my my pleasure, Dan. We have eleven minutes before uh, we end up doing what whatever we do after five smooth stones. Let's go ahead and catch that hand. <laughs> yeah, we got our hand is up, and so we want to get this question. We want to get this call right quick. No doubt. Okay. Uh, go back to the phone lines, everybody. Again, thank you all for tuning into the Five Smooth Stone Network. Again, you got Brother Seth on the line. Um, Brother Seth has moderated John Clark, uh, Pastor Alcy Chris of the Alatia Temple. Churches on as well as Don, Dan Wallace. Dan Wallace from GospelTracksWild.com is also on the phone lines. Just a very interesting conversation. We're trying to help our people folks with solutions to various things that's facing our people. All right, just really quick before I go to Donald, remember last week our solution was, our solution was that for some of us, we need to leave. To get full humanity, we need to leave this country. It's just that simple for some of us. 
realistically, we know that that's not going to happen to all of us. So those that do stay, as well as those that leave, need to be listened to the Holy Spirit and following his lead. Of course, we believe if you follow the Holy Spirit, for the most part, you are going to leave. But for those that stay, may the Most High help them because they definitely need to follow his Ruach, his Holy Spirit, in and out of danger because we feel like the fire is going to be turned up with this president and what's going to happen after Trump even. So we definitely feel like that was one of our, we all agreed on following the Holy Spirit. I mean, getting serious with this, folks. I mean, serious. Any father is going to be looking out for his children, and he has given us a comforter, something to lead and guide us. The scripture says it like this. The Messiah said the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. Truth makes you free. Truth that puts mm-hmm. your body makes you free. It protects you. And then another answer we came across was we need to remember and realize and find out who we are. We need to find out who we are and remember who we are and whose we are in terms of us being Israelites because the Bible is not going to make sense in America. Definitely ain't going to make sense because many of you are saying, why are we here in the first place? What did we do so wrong? Why are we going through this? Okay, he, he can, okay, 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 he's going to do this for us. Okay, he's going to deliver us. Okay, okay. But why are we here in the first place? Why us? Why us? Some of y'all are saying that. Well, if you don't know who you are and how you are royal priesthood, you're a holy nation, that he's calling to himself, Amos 3 and 2, book of Amos chapter 3, verse 2, of all the nations of the earth, you have I had a person encounter with. You have I known. If you don't know who you are, there's going to be some confusion in your mind. To the phone lines, we'll go. Eric code 817353. Sister Donna, you back? I'm back. Okay, go ahead with your question or comment, please. I saw your line drop. Go ahead with your question or comment. Okay, yeah. I just think we need to get away from these, like I said, titles. I seriously do. Because I'm going to say this. He said when he left, he was sending us a comforter. I'm going to nip this in the bud. When Jesus walked by, the blind eyes was open. The demons had to go. The dead rose. I don't see none of it. So somebody ain't doing something. So either he's a liar or we are liars. So which one is it? Because there's too many people going to the graveyard. There's too many demons walking the planet, and they're even in the church and in your home. So all I'm going to say is we need to get away from man-made titles and find our way back to God because he's there. He's just waiting on us to find our way back to him. And be real because if we're not a – part of the solution, then we're what? We're the problem. And that's just nipping it in the bud. I love all of you guys. Y'all are very intelligent, but sometimes we're too intelligent for our own good. Just get on your knees. And all this fasting half a day, I'm all, I ain't from the line. Fast half a day, I may not wake up to 12. I, come on now. <laughs> you can fast and drink some Drink some orange juice and eat some pizza. I got a question for you. Jesus. I got a question for you. Yeah. When you, what are you hearing? You saying a, a debate? What are you saying? What are you hearing? What we're trying to do on this show. Last week we talked about top three things facing us as a, as a nation, and we agreed. We agreed okay. that we have to return to mm-hmm. the Father, obey His Spirit, by the mm-hmm. moment, day by day, to get in and out of danger. We agreed. We have to be obedient to that spirit. We agree. We have to know who we are. We have to know who we are to understand what the scripture is even saying and why we're here in the first place. We agree. 
that for some of us, we have to even leave America. So tonight we've come up with some other solutions. You know, we see that there's different levels of Christianity or following Christ. We need to get more tuned into the spirit. Uh, Pastor Chris was talking about economic uh, freedom through us patronizing our own. What are you hearing that you're saying? You kind of sound like you're hearing something that's rubbing against your spirit. What are you hearing that you disagree with? No, I'm I'm just saying, you know, y'all, you're talking about a whole lot. Uh, economics and all of that, but when when God led the children of Israel out, He fed them. He took care of them. All we gotta do is keep our eyes on Him. He's gonna do it. You know, we have different levels. Levels of what? If you really get close to God, God will talk to you. You don't need man to tell you nothing. You don't think He ain't God enough to tell you and give you directions? Come on now. Do you not think he cannot talk to you like he talked to Reverend Peter John? He can talk to you, have a personal relationship with him, but if you're not going to be where that you can open up and have a relationship, you know what? If you love him like you loved your first love, and I know y'all know what I'm talking about. If you love him like you love your first love, ain't no dog going to get in. Ain't nothing creeping that. So is, is, it, is it that tight? Is a relationship that tight with God? Because if it ain't, you know rats can get in any little old creek, uh, uh, crack or river. Come on now. All the devil needs is a little bit to come as an angel. Like we sitting up here, we playing. And I'm going to say playing because if he comes and he say, depart from me because I never knew you, that's heartbreaking. Let, let me interrupt you just a quick, a little quick, a little second. Those of you, if I could do this really quick, I have to do this every, at the top of the hour, down every every show. Uh, those of you that's listening to us, and you didn't call a phone number, you clicked on a link, you must call the phone number now because at 10 o'clock, all, everybody's going to be disconnected that's listening by clicking on a link. You must call the phone line. Those are on the phone lines will be safe. Uh, because we're going to roll over just a few minutes over. I want to have a few more words after Brother John wrap the show up here in the next three, four minutes. So, again, if you listen to the show, you want to hear what I have to say in conclusion, in summary. Um, I'm going to get a synopsis of everything. You must call the phone number, 914-205-5590. Don, if you can wrap up in like 30 seconds, please. I'm done. I'm just saying, I just feel like our walk needs to be tighter with God. If we really love him like we say we do, a lot of us don't know what love is. The song said, I want to know what love is, and we need to learn what love is, because right now we don't know. We're going off the infatuation. We're not going off the love, because if we love him, we would keep his commandments. True. We would pray without speaking. We would fast. If it means to, we almost passed out. You say, well, I can't fast like that because I got diabetes. Who you trusting? Whose report will you believe? Are you going to believe man that you got all these ailments or are you going to put forth uh, what he said and start praying? He said, some of these spirits only come out by prayer and fasting. We ain't even fasting like that. And, Donna, listen, we got to move on, but let me just say this really quick about the, you know, you, you made a lot of references, spirit, spirit, spirit. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think uh, uh, you're absolutely right because a lot of this behavior we're seeing is straight-up demonic. But don't forget the biggest enemies is not evil spirits. Evil spirits have to have our will. Our will have to choose evil. Once, once we use our will and choose evil, we disobey the Father. Or once we don't know his word and we're ignorant. 
Did evil spirits take advantage of us for not knowing his word? So it starts with lack of knowledge. That's the bigger evil. Or, uh, I shouldn't say it's a bigger evil, but it's, it's a, Scripture says not to prepare for lack of knowledge. So we got to know the word. And then once we know the word, we have to be obedient to the word. Because when we're disobedient to the word, that's when evil spirits can gain access, access to our body. So our enemy is not just evil spirits. It's rebellion and people that know better. It's little things of obeying, loving your neighbor, and reading the scriptures and praying. Okay? Go ahead, Brother John. Yeah, we probably we probably have about 15 seconds. I just wanted to, for all the people that are going to be uh, just uh, leaving the show and not calling in, we thank you all for getting with us this weekend or this uh, this Tuesday, rather, and we invite you to come back next Tuesday. It's been a pleasure having you, as always, and uh, thanks to all of the persons who were guests, uh, Donna, as well, for, for the call-in. Um, again, I'm Brother John. I'm going to sign out. Brother Seth is going to continue to have some final words. Um, so peace out, five smooth stones. Yes, yes. Thank you, Brother Moderate. Appreciate that. As everybody knows, Brother John, I have to leave at 10. I really appreciate every, all of his hard work. Donna, in less than 15 seconds, please. You guys, I really like what you're doing. I really do. But have y'all heard that song, Cycles? That what you go through, sometimes if you don't learn from your experiences, Satan takes those and uses them against you. He has no power. It's us. We got to make choices. And once we make those choices, then we can stand how we need to stand. Here, y'all got some good stuff. Amen. I like that. Amen. That's a good final word there. That's a matter of fact, that's a heck of a final word there. I really appreciate that, Donna. Thank you for calling the show. You're welcome. Love you guys. Hey, Seth, right, I enjoyed the can. show too, man. Hey, Seth, I enjoyed the show too, man, but I'm going to have to get off at 10 myself. Yeah, well, I appreciate you, Pastor Chris, and brother, and uh, just know that you, uh, I heard you with the economic plan that our people definitely need. Appreciate it, brother. All right, thank you. All right, now it's Pastor Chris from Malaysia Temple, folks. I hope y'all heard it tonight. There's a lot being said tonight, but I, I will say this before Brother Dan give his final words, uh, and then of course I'll give my final words. And we'll wrap the show up. Don't hang up because we're not done. You got to hear what I have to say. I really got to kind of sit, uh, do a synopsis of everybody uh, on what we've come across tonight. Again, last week our answers were very, very briefly. Our answers were we have got to get closer to the Father. So close we can hear the Holy Spirit or be moved here and there by the Spirit. It's, it's real. It's not no myth. People have thousands of testimonies, starting with myself, of times the Holy Spirit have delivered me in and out of danger. I know Brother Dan, I think we're going to do a show where we're going to just talk about nothing but how he was delivered by the Holy Spirit, by that still small voice. Many of you have, y'all can probably join in with us because it's real. It is so real. There is a comforter that's been sent to us to, 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 to lead and guide us. And if we as a people follow that, I know it's hard to believe, but we will actually hone in on that $1.2 trillion buying power, and we will have banks. We will have grocery stores. We will have our own this. We will have our own that. And I don't even know if we will say our own. We'll just have it. I don't even know if we'll have to say it the way we say it. It'll just we just have so much love. We'll just be patronizing each other just like any other nation. We don't even have to say, we need a black this. We'll just look up and we just have love for each other, just want to go, hey, where are you in business at? Well, I'm over here. Well, I want to come patronize you because you have that, the, 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 the Christ spirit, and we will be patronizing.
demonizing the righteous. And, there, and some of the righteous will be people that have white skin. I believe that. So I don't think it's just going to be. I just think that if the most high people turn to him, the Chronicles 7, 14 says that, you know, it says it very clear, clearly in Second Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, talking about Israel, call by my name, that's only Israel, will humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from their evil ways. He said he would heal their land. He would heal their land. If he's going to heal their land, obviously they're going to be benefiting from that. So we've got to, again, Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, humble themselves, humble themselves. It's not about you. You don't have the answers. Humble yourself and pray. Communicate with this holy being. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek my face. Seek him. Seek him. It's a constant uh, pursuit of this Elohim, this God. Pursue him. Pursue Yahweh Israel. Pursue him. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about pursuing the Father in Jesus' name. If my people which are called on him will humble themselves, pray. Seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. If you don't turn from your wicked ways, that means you're sinning. If you're sinning, you're going to be prey to the evil one, especially if you're an Israelite that is supposed to be at the bottom of all nations if they're disobedient. And that's where we find ourselves today for the most part. So tonight, again, we, we, we agree ditto, ditto from last week. Again, we are saying, again, this week as well, African Americans, get close to the Father, get quiet, read your Bible every day. Uh, start fellowshipping with people that really love the Father and is pursuing the Father. For many of you, that's going to bring you to a church setting. For some of you, that may not be quite the case. But don't knock the churches. It's not all the churches. A lot of pastors love the Father and love what he is doing. And uh, you need to be connected to some of them because in these churches, it's more than just a pastor. There's all kinds of relationships. I'm getting into my summary. So let me go to your last word from Brother Dan, and then we'll just finish over with those with where, where, where I was just heading. Brother Dan, please, last words, folks. I mean, brother. Yes, um, you're done. I, um, I enjoy what you said, and what you say is the truth. And I want to, I want people to understand that Christianity and religion is not the same thing. Christianity is 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 is, a, is, is represented by Jesus, means Christ-like, like disciple, like children of God. All those things in one reference, we're part of the family of God. So um, when you hear, yes, Christianity is a, is a form of religion, but it's not religion. What we after is a relationship with God. That's the most Absolutely. important thing. To, to have a relationship with God is to have life because God... He said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. To have abundant life is to, is to know who God is. And when you find who God is, you'll find out who you are because God will show you who you are. He'll reveal himself to you. But you have to hunger and thirst after him. The world would not change, but people can change in the world. Lives can change in this world. Jesus came to change lives. He didn't come to change the world. He said, this is not my kingdom. He said, he said he, his kingdom is with God. One day there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. 
But the thing of it is, life can change in this world, and whosoever will shall be saved. Whosoever call on the name of the Lord, call on the name of the Lord. He loves you, and he he wants to have a relationship with you. Absolutely, absolutely powerful, powerful. Appreciate that, Brother Danny. Remember, everybody, again, uh, Danny is our only advertiser at the moment. And uh, please support him at his company, again, Gospel Tracks, T-R-A-C-T-S, GospelTracksWild.com. Dan Tracks go all over the world reaching out to people. Uh, Tracks are these little booklets. Some of y'all don't know this, but Tracks are little booklets about the gospel, talking about Christ the Messiah. And uh, he has presented these tracks all over the world talking about the true gospel of this Christ. And uh, thank you, Dan, for your contribution tonight. Really appreciate it, brother. Thank you, Seth. You're doing a great job. Well, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Okay, folks, just wrapping up this show tonight again. Thank you very much, everybody that have tuned in to the Fossil Stone Network. Let me look over the phone lines, see if there's any last hands up. Uh, those of you that were commenting in the chat room, I, ch- I respond to you on the chat. Uh, we really recommend you call the show next time. There's a lot of chatting going on. But listen, folks, I really thank uh, uh, again you for tuning in. I just want to finalize this show by saying this. Don't trivialize when we say stuff like follow the Holy Spirit. I know it's intangible. And many of you look to do some physical, physical, physical. You want to see a, a black bank. You want to see a black this. You want to see a black that. Folks, listen, our problem as a nation is not nothing you can see, taste, touch, and smell. Our problem as a nation is a moral problem. Our problem as a nation is a moral problem. If we had the love that we talked about on this show for each other and for all men, really, really, see, I'm, the, I'm talking about loving all people. You will find yourself, because of your brothers and sisters having so much in common, especially if it was pursuing the Most High, you will find yourself gravitating towards us, towards us anyway. And with that 1.2 trillion flowing through our hands, we will find each other. Uh, I'm telling you, if you know who you are, we will be loving each other more, loving ourselves. Start there. Oh, my goodness. That self-hate has to go, and we will be we will value each other more, and we will value what each other is doing more. I promise you, if we had that love, all these people talking about, we need a black bank, we need a black this, we need a black commerce, a chamber of commerce, we need to support all, all of that will come. That's a byproduct. That's why I don't talk too much about it. Some people think I'm against economics because I don't talk too much about it. It's just a byproduct of people that love themselves and is intact as a nation. So this is why I said about, about, about what Pastor Chris was saying earlier about religion being a major problem in education. Once we find our folks who we are, we understand that Bible, like Brother Dan was saying, don't just be a, a carnal Christian, but learn who you are in your rights, and not just the carnal, uh, fleshly identity of Israel, but knowing what happened when Christ offered himself, himself well, knowing what happened when he offered his blood, and that we have a more better covenant. Yes, we keep the laws of the Old Testament where we can, but there's a higher law. There is something even higher than the Shabbat, knowing what the true Shabbat is and, and laboring to enter into that rest that he speaks of. Just deeper, deeper things of, of, of the Father. This has been what has kept Israel, the ancient Israel, this would cause them to be such a great nation, knowing their God, knowing their Elohim. That's what set them apart. That's what set their diets apart. That's what caused them to be a wealthy.
wealthy nation and not be poor. They had no poor in Israel when Israel had their own land and country. There, there was no poverty. This is what made them the eye of the world, the most famous people of all time, because of their relationship with the Father. The finances and the structures, the, the wealth, that was a byproduct. They had the morals for the most part. Or those kings, for the most part, when they were obedient, they were something to reckon with. And that's all we're saying. We're not trying to be super spiritual, super religious. Folks, it's a moral issue. We've got to turn to the Most High and listen to his Ruach and follow it. It tells you, go here, go there. You know, uh, it, it exposes sin in our heart, bitterness, unforgiveness. All this stuff got to go. These family issues and, and this this hatred and that we, this subconscious self-hate we have, uh, hating our physical features, features. All this stuff the Holy Spirit purges out when we submit to him. So we're not trying to be spooky or any of that. I know how y'all feel about some Some of y'all tired. Are you ready to throw religion out the window? You don't want to hear none of this because people is just, you know, you hear it so much. But again, Brother Dan is right. There's levels. Some people really walk with the Father like Donna was saying. They really are paying the price. They're fasting. They're praying. They're giving to fasting. They're giving to praying. They're reading their scriptures and familiarizing themselves with who they are. And they do have that love for each other. They really do. They really, really do. They really, really do, folks. This is serious business. This is nothing to play with. Our Father is a consuming fire. White folks White people in power that's practicing white supremacy and, and, and even some black folk practicing white supremacy because I think we all are ejected with the same poison. and we went to the same school. All of that white supremacy has to go when you're following that Ruach, when you're following the Holy Spirit because he's going to show you who those people were in the Bible. And he's also going to show you who those people are that rule over us. It's just that simple. It's just that simple, folks. It's just that simple. Going to go out with a song that really nails it. Our Father is no joke. He is real. You may not understand everything about him. He is real. His power is real. Tell you somebody something else is real, and that's evil spirits. But like I said, don't fear evil spirits. I know we talked a lot about that tonight, but... Evil spirits have no power, like Donald was saying, until our will begin to, we bend our will to start doing evil, choosing to walk in rebellion, not to obey, not to fellowship, be in fellowship with people still pursuing the Father, not to read His Word daily, not to fast and pray like He commanded us to. We become weak and we become what we call carnal Christians. That's when evil spirits can gain access into our lives. Outside of that, they're powerless. Again, Christ said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. This thing is real, folks. Better ask somebody. It's real. We get these things. We get all those other things. As the scripture says with regards to money, power, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of Yah or the kingdom of God. And these things, talking about financial things, this is, a, this is a chapter talking about money. It says, seek ye first. That's all we're saying, seek ye first. The kingdom of Yah, or God, and all these, it literally said things. 
black banks and uh, uh, black companies and black wealth, getting hold of black resources, all these things will be added, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's all we're saying tonight. We're not trying to be super spiritual. Good night. Love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it.